Benil, man, thank you so much for the time. Uh, you got a big fight coming up March okay. 7th in Las Vegas. When was the last time you fought in Las Vegas? Has it been a while? It's been a couple of years, yeah. It's been a while. I think last one was Hernandez. You Do you like fighting in Vegas or would you rather be fighting somewhere in some remote location? I like Vegas because it's close, it's convenient, um, so there's that, but um, lately I've, I've started to like going kind of far away, like, it was nice to fight in uh, Wichita, it was nice to fight a little bit further away, you know, I, I, I don't mind doing that as well. Alright, well, I saw that, um, you know, you recently got married, man, uh, how has that been, being married and, and living that lifestyle? uh married life is cool i felt pretty married before i didn't really <laughs> i think the, the only difference is that there was a party so i i don't feel a big difference yeah it seems like those are the best marriages you know the ones that you already felt married before you actually get married you know yeah i mean we didn't live together but now we live together as well but then my house is under construction so yeah it, it's it's a it's definitely a trip. Uh, looking forward to the whole thing. Yeah, big, uh, big things going on in your life. Uh, you're moving forward with your life and moving forward with your fight career. But before we get into all the fight stuff, um, I saw that you took a a trip out to Asia after your last fight. You actually fought in Asia, but then you took another trip out there and you visited a few countries. You did some work. What was the purpose of the trip out there, except for climbing trees to to find coconuts? Uh, the, the trip, I, I went to Philippines, Thailand, and Cambodia. It's a missionary trip. I go, I, I spread the gospel. Uh, I believe, you know, Judeo value, Christian, uh, Judeo Christian values are, are what's going to change this world for the better. And that's what I try to spread. Is it better for you since you do have somewhat of a celebrity to your name when you go out there? Yeah. Since we actually use martial arts as, um, uh, as a way to spread the gospel so that 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 usually works out we'll uh we'll go the philippines has areas where there's like a ton of homeless and just to get them uh come to us we'll put on a martial arts demonstration where i hit mitts or do some grappling and and you know we'll do a feeding program as well the, when i go to speak at churches i'll i'll I'll, uh, I'll invite people to train with me we'll i'll be like hey you guys want to grapple let's see what you got you, can, <laughs> you know you get a chance you get a chance to uh, beat up a ufc fighter any surprises out there you run into some people that are like oh you got some skills kid you, you might want to start training yeah, for sure you know i think filipino people might be some of the most talented people i've ever met they can dance they can sing they can fight uh they can do whatever you want man they, they really can it's incredible all right, well, that sounded like a great trip, you know, kind of like even for the for the soul, right? Like just meeting people and hearing people's stories. And yeah, I know you're spreading what you spread, but you get to like kind of feel their vibes, too. It's wonderful, man. It's wonderful. You get to see how how, how the world lives. I, you know, I consider my, uh, myself very privileged to get to live in America when I get to go to places like that. And I get to hear other people's story and, 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 and their life. It's humbling. So it really is awesome. All right. Well, now your fight career resurgence. You're entering your 30s. You're on a three fight win streak. You're edging back into the rankings. What is the difference for you? What What is different about you? Honestly, the biggest thing has been just being healthy. Um, well, I had a lot of neck issues for a while, and those neck issues didn't allow me to train the way I would, I would like to train, and also affected 
my ability to fight. So that, that was uh, one of those things where it was really difficult. And I didn't even know what the issue was. And, and then once we kind of figured it out, that, that really helped. Did you figure it out while you were on this streak or was it before the streak started? No, where no, you, you got no, it all figured when, out. When I had the, uh, when I was losing two years straight, mm-hmm. um, I couldn't figure it out. I just thought I was getting older where I would do like a practice and then I would have to take like a whole day off after the practice. I normally train two, two days, no problem. Even when I don't have a fight. Uh, and then when, when, um, uh, I just started getting like my neck would call, give me back pain. I just was like, well, you know, I'm 28, 29. Maybe that's what it is. And, uh, and it actually wasn't that. It was my neck. I was having a lot of issues with my neck. I had to get more massages and things like that, but they weren't really fixing it. Once we uh, figured out uh, I had some issues with my neck, I had some, uh, what are they called, bulges or whatever. We had to do specific uh, therapy for it before it, it could get better. And, and I'm... I have to do the therapy for the rest of my life uh, uh, from what they tell me. Uh, but I'm, I'm normal, you know, I'm, I, uh, I'm back to normal where I can train two a days. I can train sometimes three a days if, if uh, the practices are lighter. So it's, it's been, uh, it, it's been a great thing for me because I was really contemplating retiring. Oh, damn. That's a, that is some major issues right there, but yeah, it's great that you got it figured out and you figured out what you needed to move on with your career. Um, now moving forward with your career, do you feel like when you enter a fight, you have to be the closest to a hundred percent, you know, don't rush into anything because I think every single fight from now on is, of course, every fight is important, but to move on up the rankings and in your career, you have to kind of be, you know, like a Justin Gaethje approach. He never takes short notice fights. Yeah. I mean, short notice fights are getting harder for me just because of weight, but, uh, I think I would still take short notice fights. It's not, it's not that big of a deal for me. Uh, uh, weight cut is one one of the biggest issues, and I've, I've fought with injuries before. I mean, uh, even uh, quite recently, I fought with injuries. It's not a, it's not it's not the biggest problem. All right. Well, is it safe to say, like like physically and even mentally, you're you're at your prime right now? Mentally, I would say so. I I, I really would say so. Mentally and spiritually, I would say I'm I'm in my prime. I I, uh, I got a lot of things. Uh, uh you know, I, I believe. Um, responsibility and privilege are what 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 makes a man you know uh so that i I feel very privileged and i feel very responsible right now so i got a i got more motivation and i'm more focused because of it all right your upcoming opponent jakar close you guys were set to fight last summer and then an injury pulled you from that fight He, he he was pretty bitter about the pullout and you know he said that you're scared to fight him which is kind of I don't know. It's kind of ridiculous because fighters are never really scared. You fight each other for a living. So when you saw that and, you know, what was running through your mind? Yeah, I, I think he was just trying to start like a, like, like a back and forth. Maybe he would get him more followers. I don't know, man, because I've had 16 fights in the UFC. I, whoever they've called me, I fought. I fought, you know, from I fought Brazilians. I fought Americans. I fought Russians, Dagestani guys. It's never really been an issue, so. And I, I don't know why he would think that, but uh, let him think the way he wants. I, I'm not his therapist. My job is to show up for the fight. Is this the? F- is, this is not the first time someone has had bad blow with you, because it seems like you, you're, you really don't have bad blow with anybody. So is there anybody in the previous? Not that I can think of, actually. Now that you mention it, uh, no. I mean, I would say 
uh, everything's been pretty cool uh, with all the, uh, all the guys I fought. I mean, I know Johnson when we fought, he wasn't happy with the decision, but I don't think him and I we even had issues. Now going into a fight, at least, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't have issues with uh, Jakar. Uh, he's, I get it. He wants to feed his family. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, I understand that. I didn't show up to the, to the date. Uh, it was my responsibility, and he's upset. Fine, but, uh, you know, see you March seventh. That's that's all I can do. All right. So when you know when you face a guy like Jakar who does not have a finish in the UFC and who does not get finished, is there a different mentality heading into this fight? No, I, I mean I, I wasn't really thinking uh, that he's never been finished or he doesn't finish people. Uh, I just try to break the person down and and uh, deal with the problems and what he's what he's great at and what, where his weaknesses are. And if I can attack those things properly, I, I get a finish. Because you know, uh, I, I think if you look at my last last two opponents, you know, they had uh, their strengths, and I had to pull them out of their strengths to get the finish. And that's what I plan on doing with this fight. Yeah, definitely uh, phenomenal performances in your last two. Uh, going to your training, your coach, uh, Rafael Cordero, you know, you've been working with him over the years, developing your game with him. You know, what has that experience been like for you? I always wondered because, you know, he has been around the game for like since the beginning, basically the birth. Yeah, he's been around for a long time, man. I mean, even before Pride, he, he was around, so... It's great to have him uh, as my coach. We have uh, we, we have such a close relationship. We have like a father son relationship. He was one of my groomsmen in my wedding. I mean, as close as you're gonna get. And uh, having him in my corner is uh, it's awesome. My last fight, I did, it was the first fight in the UFC where I didn't have him in my corner. And I gotta tell you, it felt it felt different. So I'm I'm, I'm glad to have him back. Who have you been working with? you know in this camp getting your rounds in with uh my sparring partners don't really change too much you know i, I got calvin i have uh arthur estrazulas giga chikatse giga just made his uh, ufc debut he's a glory kickboxer marvin vittori um and then i have my jiu-jitsu guys from uh home low Bahau, uh, all world champions all guys you know and when i train jiu-jitsu it's it's kind of uh it's actually discouraging all the guys i train uh, jiu-jitsu uh, with are they're monsters, so I'm always getting beat up in jiu-jitsu. And then people are like, oh, your jiu-jitsu is so good. I'm like, ah, I can only explain to you what good jiu-jitsu is. So it's uh, it's interesting. And then I have my wrestling coach, Marcus Molica. I work with him on a regular basis. Same same people. Uh, I haven't really changed anybody. It, it seems like you found the recipe, though, because you're, you're resurging in your career. Yeah, I, I mean... The people haven't changed since day one. The, the recipe is just going back to what it used to be, being able to train two a day. I think that that's really been it. So when you break down Jakar, like what do you see in his skill set? Aggressive guy. Uh, I think people try to make it sound like he's not an intelligent fighter. He's just an aggressive fighter. But actually, all his fights, uh, like you mentioned, they do go to a decision. And to win a three-round fight, it does take intelligence. It takes... Uh, uh, intelligence and not making mistakes. It, it takes uh, the ability to stay focused in a fight. So he does have that. He knows how to stay in that fight. So that, that's something um, I've, I've noticed. And, uh, you know, I don't want to get too much into it, but it, mm -hmm. he's uh, he's a capable fighter. 
definitely. Um, now, I wanted to pick your brain about a fight coming up. Uh, Khabib versus Ferguson. UFC 249 is happening soon. Hopefully it happens. Crossing the fingers, you know, everybody is. Sick. Uh, <laughs> As a fan, you know, are you excited about this matchup or are you not yeah, really man, worried I, about it? I, I am, actually. I, I really am. Because if, if you think about it, um, stylistically, Tony does uh, pose a lot of great threats to uh, Khabib. Do I think he's the guy to do it. I'm, I'm still leaning towards Khabib, but I, I think he's pretty close to the guy to do it because he also has that cra crazy conditioning. He can hurt you from anywhere. And, uh, yeah, so it'll be an interesting fight. I, I, I think, uh, in order for Khabib to win, he has to kind of dominate early and, and dominate hard and, and take away all the weapons of, um, of Tony, because if not, if Tony gets, you know, feels good in the first one or two rounds, I mean, he's just going to take over. I, I think you have to shut him down and you have to shut him down early. Have you trained with either one of those guys in the past? No, they're they're, uh, they're not my teammates. I, I don't train with those guys. So you so you don't really cross train at all? I mean, if guys come to Kings, I, I mean, I'll train with them. I'm not going to be like, no, I can't train with you. I'm trying to think. I've trained with Justin Gagey. That's one guy I've trained with. He, he um, when I, I fought Colorado, he opened up his gym to me and let me train there. And and then he said, "Oh, hey, I'll jump in and train with you guys." He's he's such a nice guy, man. So uh, I consider him a friend. Yeah, he's someone I've trained with. I'm trying to think of other guys that I haven't really, I haven't really trained with too many other guys outside uh, of our gym. So you're very loyal to your gym, you know, because you see a lot of guys that go everywhere. They're like one one camp they're training here, another camp they're training there. What do you think about that philosophy? I don't have a problem with it. My thing is, I could be training with this guy, and then three months later, I'm I'm fighting him, and then the people I train with are they are they for me? Are they against me? It, it can get a little bit. It it can you know get stuck in the back of your head. With my team, I don't have to worry about that. I know everybody's for me. No one's gonna try to hurt me. All my injury, uh, I mean, all my practices are injury free. Um, so uh, that's that's what I like about having my own guys. And I I like my fam. I consider my teammates my family. I like to invest in everybody who invests in me. All right. One last thing before I let you go. Uh, success in combat sports, in your mind, in your opinion, is it belts? Is it legacy? Is it money? What is it to you? Honestly, I don't have an answer for that yet. So <laughs> I don't consider myself successful yet. So one, well, uh, maybe when my uh, career is over, I can give you a better answer. But right now, I uh, I like doing what I'm doing. I, I, and I like doing it to glorify uh, my father in heaven. And I just want to continue to do that. But uh, maybe down the line, once I retire, you can ask me that again and I'll have a better answer. Oh, no doubt I will. March 7th, UFC 248, big, big card, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, USA. Thank you so much, Benil, for the time. Uh, I really appreciate it. Good luck on the fight. You know, good luck on all the other stuff that you're doing outside the cage. And uh, we'll speak again. My pleasure, bro. Take care.